It's time for the weekly Q&A that we call Splunk Talk. Episode 15 for Friday, September 17th, 2010. The calm before the storm. On this week's episode, Jeff Blake, field reporter, is inside the eye of Hurricane Sean. Maverick and I have got questions about dashboards and monitoring windows from Linux. Let's go! I gotta have more cowbell! Split time fighting answers without a doubt. time will help you figure it out. Split time that you tell the whole world about. Split time. Hey, we're back. As always, that's what we say at the beginning of every podcast that we're back because we're back. Not that we really went away, but we are in different locations and we've got a lot going on and we are stoked to be hanging out with you today. We've got the crew on board. Maverick, what's up? How are you? How is it going, everybody? Thank you. You're sounding very deep and delightful today maverick must be allergies season because i get deep and funky when the allergies are going off <laughs> pollen's in the air a lot of Texas. is there a lot of funk going on there i don't know if i don't know if i'd call it that but it begins with an f ah uh, okay all right hey who's, i don't know how to respond to that who is that <laughs> who's that hey it's me jeff blake jeff blake where are you? I'm are live, you? Live remote. You're on a live first, remote. The first Splunk live remote via cell phone over Skype. Is this the, the Splunk helicopter or something? Or where are you? Are you in the I'm air? Sorry, are you? We, we have so many marketing channels that I, I confused it. The first live Splunk talk remote live on site. Hard. <laughs> Are you covering? Are you in the eye of Hurricane Sean? <laughs> that, that's a good question. Aren't I always in the eye of, of Sean's hurricane? Sometimes you're in the bands of rain, whereas the eye is a bit calmer. But uh, it is. It is the calm before the storm. It's uh, so good to hear your uh, your voice, Jeff. We've got. Um, We've got the crew here, so let's get rolling. Since Jeff is remote, and we don't know how long he'll be hang, be able to hang out on the call, given the weather situation at Hurricane uh, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> you got a question for us today, Jeff. I do, in fact. Uh, here goes. I set up a real-time search looking for a filtered set of events, and I have the search displayed on my dashboard, and it's really cool, and it updates really fast. Is there a way I can stop or pause that search on the dashboard? Because I don't see any button that lets me do that. What say you, Splunk Talkers? Mm, good question. Good question. So um, when you make a search, let's say you make a real-time search, and uh, you save it, and you drop it on the dashboard. Often, you know, last week we talked about using the data table to make it look nice and pretty like a Windows <laughs> event log. Or um, you might, for example, use the, just the raw events and have them, have them there. By default, there's no sort of pause, play, finalize, uh, cancel button like you might be used to on the normal search UI. You know, normally you have the histogram with the little bars and right to the upper right, there's a 
pause and stop button. So you can really easily add a little bit of advanced foo into here to make, to put a uh, pause cancel button on, on there. And here's how you do it. So there's a couple things you're going to have to do. First, bring up your dashboard. Okay, just bring it up in your browser. And at the very end of it, we talked about this last week, put, put a question mark and say, and just put the words show source, all one word, show source equals one. Now this weird screen with a bunch of trees is gonna come up and there's gonna be a text box on the bottom, which is your dashboard, but in what we call advanced XML. Don't worry, this isn't too hard. So copy that whole pile of advanced XML, put it in a text editor so you can see it. Now what you'll see at the, if you look in the XML, it's just a configuration for a dashboard. This isn't that crazy and hard. You should probably see your own saved searches in there. So you'll notice maybe your saved search is called real time events in the last five minutes. And there'll be a little module that says event viewer or maybe simple results table. So all you have to do is put one XML tag right above that. That says module name equals and in camel case job status so just capital j-o-b capital s-t-a-t-u-s and put a closing xml tag you know just a slash or you can do slash module cool. copy that and then go over to manager click on user interface click on views and find that view or dashboard that you made maybe you called it maverick's real-time dashboard and it'll take you to the simple XML version. All you gotta do is take your uh, clipboard that you copied, you know, you took the advanced XML, you added the job status module in it, copy that thing, drop it in there, save it, go back to your dashboard, it should look exactly the same, except now, up right above your little results table or your events that are flying by, you have a pause, play, finalize, cancel, and you even have an event total there as well. So um, I had that come up this week, and uh, I've heard other people ask that, so I figured I'd share with you my experience. That's very, very cool. That is cool. I think we lost, um, I think we lost uh, our reporter, Jeff. So at least our he was reporter. able to get that question in. And, Darn, uh, man! I, I was hoping to—I was hoping to hear more of uh, of that remote sound. That kind of the good sound for him. I could probably edit some in if you want. You know, some static. We should do a loop or something. Make a song out of that loop of, uh, of him saying hey, something. Hey, it's me, Jeff Blake. Well, usually his mic is kind of crappy, anyway. Hey, it's so. me, Jeff Blake. Yeah, I guess the same difference. We too. have a lot of source material to work with. That's probably—that's um, probably true. I have a question for—I'm going to say I have a question for you, Maverick, because. Okay. It's just the Wild and Maverick show now. Okay, that's cool. Okay. I'm cool. I'm up. I'm down with that. I, well, not me, but I, the asker of said question, I am not allowed to install Splunk on my Windows servers, but I can install it on my Linux server. How the heck do I get Windows performance monitoring data into Splunk on my Linux so I can report an alert on it? Okay, so this is actually well. There's probably a couple options, but the uh, 
the usually when I get this question, it, it, it's usually because like I, you have to ask yourself, you know, what? Why aren't you allowed to put it on the machines, right? Because typically, you, uh, the the right way to do it is to put Splunk on the on the Windows machines, like he like he was saying he can't do. But if you could, you could set it up as a forwarder to forward the. Uh, the perfmon data or whatever Windows data that you want to get over to the Linux instance, uh, Splunk running on your Linux instance. But if you're not allowed to do it, it's probably because of some policy or just someone, you know, team or security related. Um, so what you can do, though, if you, if, you know, this is a good way of kind of thinking outside the box, which is what what I always advocate. And I think our customers kind of learn as they have the product for a while, they learn to kind of not to assume uh, everything right away. It has to be a certain way and, or there's only one way. There's always more than one way to skin a cat with Splunk and we give you lots of options. So one way to think about it is maybe having a Windows box that's that you are allowed to put Splunk on, but that's not in that production environment or that is off to the side but within that domain or, or set up uh, you know set it up in a way that you can go from your the one windows machine to the other machines that you're not allowed to run splunk on so you can have like what like a bridge head like, type of a splunk forder like maybe even your laptop for example yeah it could be yeah, anything yeah just something that can that maybe can get access through the, the windows domains and you can set up securely to get to the other machines through wmi which you probably would be allowed to do in most cases, when I've worked with people, they are allowed to do that, and then use that that Windows server um, as a bridgehead to just forward like a like a like a pass through forwarder that just forwards it gets it, it collects all the information with WMI calls that's native in the product, or if you come up with your own WQL queries or get whatever you want off those machines, send that over, forward it over to the to the Splunk on the Linux, and and you're, and you're done. Um, that's the easiest, most recommended way to do it, most reliable um, and secure way to do it. Um, there are probably are other ways if you want to get creative because, you know, WMI is a WBEM thing, right? It's a WBEM protocol. So you could search, uh, I guess, Google for WBEM products or maybe something like a w, WMI mapper, I think, is what one of the ones I've seen and heard about that people have used to actually install on their Linux to go through WMI to their Windows machines. Of course, you're doing all that work. It's not a Splunk thing. That's just you uh, filling that solution. But it is it's something you could look up, uh, WBEM, WBEM, or w, uh, w, WMI mapper on Google and, and um I think Xenos might yeah. have um, some I stuff think, there. Yeah, I think Xenos is one of the companies that does that. How it is they do it, I have no idea. They must be simulating a Windows machine. And really, the challenge there is not so much that it's technically hard, but right. it's Microsoft doesn't want you to do that because WMI is not a software-to-computer authentication. It's a computer-to-computer authentication. So when Splunk does WMI, it doesn't talk to your remote node. It actually right. talks to the local service on the machine that you're on, and then that machine's WMI service talks to a remote WMI service. So right. hats off to anybody who's figured out how to do that. You know, Maybe somebody could like open source that or, or whatever so that you all could use it. So. Cool. Yeah, you know, um, that laptop idea is, is kind of a... Yeah. Yes. I don't think some people, I don't think everyone realizes that they could just, you know, utilize their own resources like that to get it to work that we are, it is a pretty simple technology. Um, you know, especially when you're experimenting to try to figure out, you know, other ways to use the product. Right. Um, I'm, I'm surprised all the time by, by what people come up with, uh, that I never thought, I don't think any of us have thought that they would have used Splunk for those, for those things. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, those types of use cases, uh, other than like typical things like syslog or windows events or whatever. Awesome. Um, 
Stuff coming up. So a few things, like as a reminder, mm-hmm. uh, we've got we've got the SANS Network Security Conference coming up on the 21st, which is start. I guess it would be what next Tuesday. That's at Caesar's Palace in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I need to go to Vegas. I need to take some time off and go to Vegas. Um, and then on the same day, uh, Splunk Live in Paris, which is cool. Uh, it's it's pretty cool that um, you know they've got that going on over there. I wish I could go to Paris for that. All J- our French French customers over there can't wait for us to get over there. I'm sure. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, we and we've got uh, an office in. I think our office is in Paris, so we have you know French Splunkers that uh, are over there helping out those customers and partners. John Mar- Mario, yeah, his Mario Massard and Jean Marc Blanc, who's a uh, part of our Splunk team over there. Something else that a uh, couple, you know, here's a couple of other reminders for awesome answers. Go to answers.splunk.com. And, and you know, Maverick and I have been working here for something like four years now. Oh, I just has it been that long? I can't. It's time, but goes by fast. It's it has. We're, we're not on 2x anymore. We're on we're on 4.1 no. something now. Yeah, we are. Uh, and we know lots of people back at corporate. We say back at corporate because we are in Texas, um, in engineering and in support. So we you know we got good relationships, and we can just pick up the phone or IM people to ask them questions. But we try not to. We actually try to put our questions that we have up on Splunk Answers because, hey, we're users just like you are well we know a lot about splunk but we don't know everything and uh so if you've got questions put them up on answers.splunk.com a lot of the folks back at splunk corporate and engineering and ps uh professional services group and support they you know patrol that not patrol but they are on there answering questions um like maverick does a lot he answers questions what's your uh, ranking this week um, I'm number 14 still. I haven't still. fallen below. Um, uh, I will say I will make a call out to Felix Lepa, who is like uh, one of my customers, recent customers that uh, um, he is uh, always sending me emails about how he's staying ahead of me and I haven't caught up and displaced him. <laughs> so if he's, he's probably listening. So I just wanted to, to say congratulations. Thanks a lot. And I will catch up to you eventually and pass you up. Um, but no, but the real cool thing is that um, – I just want to share a little story. I don't know if I did this before earlier, but I'll sh- share it again. Um, I actually, I actually posted a question that I knew the answer to, and, that, and sometimes I'll do that. I'll, I'll post the question, then I'll post the answer, like right away, because I just figured it out, and I figured everyone else is going to want to need to know the answer to this this question. So I'll do that. Well, the other day I did that, and um, bef- I mean, I even had the qu- the answer already ready, like already documented in a no- like Notepad and ready to paste in. I pasted it in. You know, literally two minutes or less after I um, after I posted the question, and I went back to review, you know, my work. Oh, this is great, you know. And someone had already, a customer had already beat me to the to the answer. Had already typed in an answer in that two minutes. Oh, really? And, I, and mine was number two. Yeah, it's, it, his was already accepted as the answer. And I'm like, dang, it's <laughs> like I was really trying hard to have a good question answer pair and totally got beat out so so that it was like i was kind of like disappointed that i wasn't like get there first but then i was like really amazed and excited that 
that we that that's actually how it works that people are actually it's almost like they're waiting for unanswered things to show up and then they can just dive in and get the points for answering it and get the geek cred i guess that goes with it right the reputation points which i am approaching 1100 points myself thank you very much gosh that's uh, <laughs> i think i'm at I might have just passed 300 or something. You're down there. Yeah, but but see, I'm but a you, loser. I, no, I no, just well, here's the thing. So no one's voting up your questions. I'm finding out that the reason why I could have even more points if people would just vote up my questions. So like Felix, for example, he answers a lot of questions, but he also people, you know, accept his questions as, as the, you know, hey, this is a good one. And they vote it up. Um, so, you know, you just have to you're just probably not entering quality answers. So if you could do some quality answers. Um, then people should vote that up. And if uh, if any of you out there think mine are good, vote mine up, you know? Awesome. I just posted a question last night, and uh, Southerington P just answered it. It has something to do with all this advanced XML stuff. Um, yeah. They're, they're more wicked. Some of these guys are more wicked smart than you are. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool because... It's cool. That's very cool. You know, Splunk's a pretty powerful product and some people focus on different things um one of the things that i have done recently is if you go to answers.splunk.com and you just click on users obviously you can see and track how successful maverick is doing and uh you can see everyone's um scores there but one of the guys like there's a couple of guys gerald canapathy and lowell G. Canapathy and Lowell and a few other ones like Jay Rodman, they're way up there. And they answer, that means they answer a lot of questions and they spew out a lot of really good information um, to the uh, community. So like, when's Gerald answering questions? Can I find out? So each user has their own RSS feed. So if you go to a user page like G. Canapathy and go to the very bottom, there's a link that says user feed. And you can put that in your RSS reader, like Safari or Google Reader or whatever you use. And um, everything that Gerald is doing, everything he's answering, uh, ends up um, in the feed, which is cool. So you can keep kind of keep an eye on Gerald. And maybe that's what somebody was doing, Maverick. They were keeping an eye on you. And they answered your question. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's true, and they beat me to it just to just to. And also, let me point out that if you do go to J uh, G Canapathy, which is Gerald's uh, thing there, you'll see that he is eight years old on his profile page there. <laughs> he's eight. Um, he's eight years old. Wow. <laughs> so, which I which I will uh, say, yeah, that's probably true. But no, uh, <laughs> he also has some downvotes. I'm glad because because he mainly upvotes. But he does at least to know that some people have voted his stuff down. That's good too. So that no, I'm just kidding. No, no if, if he's listening, that's that's. that's <laughs> how do you know he has downvotes? If you scroll down, you can see he's he's got up and ups and downvotes. Meaning meaning some people have said you know this is not the best answer or they're just trying to compete to get more credit for them. I don't. <laughs> no, you know. dude, I think that's um, how many things he's voted down. Oh, maybe that's yeah. Because okay. I don't, I don't have any downvotes on. So mine. he's policing and making sure that that the only the so that's good. That's if that's um, the, I, well, I, Gerald maybe, knows my all. Bad. So my bad. Yeah, it should be Gerald answers probably. But that was a question that I actually answered, but I rescinded. Um, <laughs> so one more thing for you guys. Um, I was talking to uh, somebody on the phone prior to this, and you know, I was helping him out and told him, hey, you know, I got to run, but. Um, you know, just Google me, Michael Wilde, or just Google Splunk Ninja. And he's like, ah, Splunk Ninja? Is that you? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I go by. He's like, 
I love that website, SplunkNinja.com. And so if you haven't, and I, I was kind of stoked because I had set up this, you know, I, I use Ning, which is like a social networking thing. And although I might move off them, I'm not sure. But I set this up like a year or two ago, way before we had Splunk answers and our forums were kind of wimpy. And just as a place where I could post videos and people could start to post questions. And, um, you know, I'm surprised there's a whole bunch of people that are on that website. They're starting to answer each other's questions. They're starting to post blogs. So check it out, SplunkNinja.com. Don't ever forget about answers because Splunk Answers is like the most awesome answers site. But you can, there's forums on there. You can make your own blog. You can post stuff. And hey, if you want to make your own videos and upload them there, that's really cool. So um, just wanted to remind you of that. So... So, so I think it's appropriate that I finish with trying to attempt a laugh like, like Jeff's real Jeff's laugh. You want to try? Yeah, but you have to say something funny so I can laugh to it because I, I don't know if I can just do it on the fly. I'm not that good. We'll, we'll, I'll try to, I'll try to get something in there like, you know, like maybe Nimish's parakeets. No, I'm, I'm not going to be able. That was a complete fake laugh. That was totally fake. I can't. We, we need to get him back. We need to get him back. Yes, we need the real Jeff back. We need the real Jeff back. We it's just not going to... It's just um, we miss, I miss him already. Last, last thing. Is there anything else? Anything else you learned this week or anything you want to share with the group that you haven't? Um, nothing that would be uh, exciting. Uh, just regular old... Most of the stuff I think we've covered on other episodes. But, uh, but I, you know, I, I think as soon as we do have something, uh, we're, this is the place to be. This is where we're going to talk about it. And I'm just glad. I just I'm just grateful that you know, all of y'all listening and that you're getting something out of it and tell your, tell your friends and tell two more and then have them tell two more friends and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I got, uh, two little things before we roll. First of all, um, there's a cool new app out there. that's in kind of alpha version. It's developed by Nick, um, Mealy and David Carrasso who are complete Splunk. Like they're like Splunk yoga masters and, uh, they're both uh, development guys. Um, one of them is called, this thing is called Splunk Discover. Now, Splunk Discover, it says alpha. So go to splunkbase.com or browse in your, uh, in your uh, Splunk um, app browser, you know, on the launcher. And Splunk Discover is pretty cool because it analyzes your Splunk server. So you can, if you've made an app, it'll validate your app. Um, if uh, you'd like to know really how your server is doing and how efficient some of your searches are, it has uh, stuff in there that'll that will um, give you uh, some advice. Like it'll look at you know certain searches you're running and they retrieve too many results, or maybe the number of results they actually search over are not even in the result set. There's also a part of it where you can help. It'll discover fields for you and event types and even suggest reports based on fields it's discovered. It's kind of an alpha research and development project, but it's a pretty cool uh, app. It's free. And the thing that I really liked about it is I ran it on one of my demo servers and found that there were some searches that were kind of inefficient. So I was able to make those a little bit better. So cool. Yeah. And there's some feedback in there. So if you, if you want more stuff and discover, there's, there's a way to get back there. And uh, lastly, Although I think I'm gonna do analytics on the analytics. Like, I wonder if anyone actually clicks on and looks at the analytics for Splunk Talk, because as you know, we we take the Splunk Talk analytics and uh, the Splunk Talk weblogs, 
when you download the podcast and when you download the MP3 and M4A files, we eat them with Splunk and we built this dashboard. Of course, if you get a, you know, Splunk.tv or you go to bit.ly slash Splunk Talk, you can go to our webpage and you can go on the bottom. There's a big link that says analytics. You can check out how we're using Splunk, Splunk, Splunk Talk. But, uh, so, so that would be meta analytics. Yeah, yeah, but Met- I'm, yeah, meta analytics. It'd be metalytics. Metalytics. So, so we're inventing a whole new because we can recursively splunk ourselves like that. So we were like splunking ourselves. So my head's about to explode. But anyway, that we that metalytics. So we came up with a new term. It sounds like. Yeah. So we're doing we're splunking splunk That's talk, cool. and our audience size is up to 284. So people, this is this is just this week. So last week was 279. This is 284. So we're stoked that you listen. That you're telling people about it. Email us at splunktalk at splunk.com. If you've got questions you'd like us to chat about on the air, um, if you have uh, recommendations for the show, if you're interested in being on the show, apparently we can even have uh, dial you in like we did Jeff today when he was out in, in the middle of Hurricane Sean. So just wanted to thank you for spending a few minutes of your week with us, me and Maverick, and partly Jeff. And happy splunking. You better watch out now. Because Splunk is about to take over the world. One